This podcast includes adult content and explicit language. Hello, welcome to Character Chaos, a podcast where we explore fiction one Barry Keoghan at a time. I am your host, Margaret, and I am joined by esteemed <laughs> co-host and birthday girl, Rhiannon. Rhiannon, how are you? I'm really good, because it's my birthday. Yay, happy birthday! Thank you. It's not the time that we're recording this, but um, when this episode comes <laughs> out, I will be 23. Grandma! I am officially ancient. Old and crusty. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Couldn't be me, though. No, no. I'll never be 23. No, no, you're just skipping your birthday this year, aren't you? Yeah, staying 22 but if, forever. The thing is, if you skip your birthday, then you won't get a chance to do your birthday episode. Oh, shit, yeah. And I really want to traumatise you this time. <laughs> it wasn't enough last time. <laughs> I'm going to turn up the heat. Oh, yeah, I'm going to come ready for anything. Because <laughs> You're going to be like those queens on Drag Race that walk in in like a hazmat suit in case RuPaul <laughs> gets them to do like a photo shoot in lava. That's what your birthday episodes feel like now. <laughs> That's great. That's ideal. <laughs> At this rate, I'm going to bring in, like, guest uh-huh. host, like, Henry Cavill <laughs> for the birthday episode. If He's you... going to hit you with something. First um, guest on Character Chaos, Henry Cavill. <laughs> hey, he'll talk about Warhammer. I'll learn about Warhammer. I don't know a thing about Warhammer. Do you? Me neither. I can't wait. Can't wait to learn from Luckily, Henry. <laughs> we are not talking about Henry Cavill today. We are talking about Barry Keoghan. Yes. Yeah. It's it's your birthday. Oh, sorry, I forgot to say, Um, when it's our birthdays, we get to talk about whatever we want. And you chose this year to talk about Barry Keoghan. Oscar nominee, mm-hmm. Barry Keoghan. Yes. BAFTA winner? BAFTA winner. BAFTA winner. And a Golden Globe loser. All right. Barry Keoghan. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that Barry slander is not safe on this podcast, even if it's joking. <laughs> Unnecessary. Well, go on. Do you you want to take it away? Yes, I will take it away. So, the thing is, we've talked a bit every so often about doing an episode on, like, a celebrity and a celebrity's characters, you know? And we've never Mm -hmm. really gotten round to it. And so, and we have thought about kind of making it kind of like a cinematic universe, if you will. Kind of taking an actor, looking at a load of their characters, sticking them in a room together, all that kind of premise. And so... So I had to properly run with that today and create the Barry Keoghan cinematic universe. Um, graphic design is my passion. <laughs> you might need to explain the PowerPoint. Yes. So I have a PowerPoint going. If you want to kind of watch along instead of just listening to the podcast, this episode will be up on YouTube. If not, um, you can follow what I'm saying without seeing the PowerPoint, basically. Can we upload the slides anywhere on like a Google Doc, or is it too much effort? We could do, couldn't we? Yeah, do you know what? Yeah, if you're interested, I'll also put the slides on a Google Doc. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Don't get your hopes up. You won't see our faces on the YouTube video. We're not ready for that yet. No, not yet. Not yet. It's just face reveal only when we interview Henry Cavill. (laughs) I mean, yeah, if we're interviewing Henry Cavill, then we gotta show that off. Oh yeah. I'll show feet pics for Henry Cavill. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you tell I laughed? your birthday. I laughed and my brain processed what you said. 
I'm selling your birthday. I'm sorry. That's all right. That's okay. But yeah, um, yeah. Welcome to the Barracuda and Cinematic Universe. Hi. All right then. Um. So, basically, for anyone who doesn't know, this is Barry Keegan. I decided to make a collage of Barry photos. Um, most of them were from my camera roll. I didn't have to Google many of these. But so Barry Keegan is a thirty-year-old actor from. Dublin, Ireland. He has been acting for about 13 years now. Um, as Margaret pointed out, he has an Oscar nomination. He has a BAFTA. And he is, honestly, he is he's my favourite actor. He's straight up my favourite human being. Favourite celebrity. Favourite <laughs> man. <laughs> favourite Barry. Favourite Barry. Favourite Keegan. Favourite <laughs> Irishman. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite white guy? For you, at least. Yeah, yeah. Just gotta specify. Like, you know, I have other favorite white guys, <laughs> like every person. This is not my white man, but he's your white man. This is this is my white man of the lifetime. He's not white man of the month, he's white man of my lifetime. So, what was my plan for this slide? I think I just kind of wanted to talk about why, why I love this man. Look at him. <laughs> It's some good pictures of him. Thank you. I do love that one with the flowers. I really like that one. That's from his GQ shoot. I always forget that he's not dressed as Druig. He's just in another <laughs> Druig-esque costume. Yeah, that was for a photo shoot. I quite like that photo shoot. I, was, I think that's one of his best ones, to be fair. But um, I'm trying to think how to launch into just kind of gushing for a minute. How do I... Well, I mean, where did this begin? Where did this begin for you with Barry Keoghan? In fact, I, c- well, I can tell you the anecdote. I mean, began. I'm glad you're gonna tell us. I'm glad you're gonna tell us the anecdote because I have a slide <laughs> for this. <gasps> really? The, okay. The origins of my Barry Keegan love. Here is the the slide. Oh. <laughs> I have depicted a picture of me the on November twelfth, twenty twenty one, the day that I first saw Eternals. My life was changed forever. Margaret was there. Margaret's life was changed forever because now she has to hear about Barry Keoghan every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Genuinely. I decided to make this everyone's problem, you know? Yeah. Really did. <laughs> but yeah, do you want to you wanna give the anecdote? So, picture this. Mm-hmm. We've just finished watching the movie Eternals. Yes. Uh, the credits are rolling. Pre-post-credit uh, scene. Mm-hmm. Just as soon as the movie ends, the credits are rolling. We kind of sit there, you know, in the the like 10 second post movie just kind of you know chilling processing and then she turns to me and she just goes did you see that guy and i was like which which one who she's like that guy that druig did you see him and i was like oh oh yeah i think i remember which guy that was you're like he's so hot <laughs> oh my god and i was like oh okay you know d- just you know casual thirsting i thought like okay you thought he mm-hmm. was attractive i barely noticed him mm-hmm. and then you know the post credit scene happens yeah. And then afterwards, you know, we get up to leave the theatre and you just go, he was so hot. I just, oh my God, what's his name? Who is that man? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I realised, I was slowly beginning to realise this may not be a momentary thirst. <laughs> <laughs> this may have embedded itself deep into your brain. And I think from then on, yeah, I, I literally watched you fall in love with Barry Kiergan. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget it. Yeah, it's, it's now April 2023. 
and I run a Barry Keegan stan account on Twitter. <laughs> it's a good stan account, would recommend. Yeah, um, follow at Barry's Keegan's on Twitter for, for Barry content, you know? That's, that's why yeah. I have so many pictures of him on my phone, because I need to make sure everyone's updated on Barry Keegan news, you know? Keep telling yourself that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, after I watched Eternals, I then started to watch, like, basically as many Barry movies as I could. And it's been like a long haul. I've kind of spaced them out over time, but I have watched a I've watched all of the movies where he has like a role in it. There's a few where he's like the pizza guy and I haven't watched. But in general I have basically watched most of this man's movies. Can you do you think you can estimate how many that you've watched? I'm on Including short films. I think I'm in the early twenties somewhere, I think. Pretty good. It's not bad. It's not bad. He's young, but he's been in a lot of movies. He has, yeah, yeah. To to step aside from the from the the thirst for a minute, <laughs> this man genuinely is my my favorite actor. Like he's my favorite celebrity. Like I really genuinely think that this man is the best actor of his generation. I think he is absolutely incredible at what he does i think he knows how to pick roles and he picks them perfectly and i think he's formed this like image for himself as a star as a character actor that is very hard to do and i think he's done it like impeccably and the way that he has slowly grown and the fact that this man has been in so many movies where he has always been the scene stealer he's always been the standout even if people weren't happy with the movie or the role, it's always him that people talk about afterwards. This man really has, like, cemented himself, like, in Hollywood. Like, he is there, he is here to stay. I am honestly so in love with the fact that this man really has built everything that he has himself. Like, I don't know, it just feels like every actor nowadays is like, you know, is a nepotism baby. That that term is starting to lose meaning a little bit now, but is a nepotism baby. Has like super rich, you know, parents, has been to the best drama school in the country. Barry genuinely has gotten where he is out of pure talent. He has no... He, like, he didn't go to like... Like I said, he didn't go to the best drama school in Ireland. He didn't have like an insane amount of money to like put him in the position that he's in. He is there purely out of talent. And everything he has is just it just it's just kind of refreshing to see a celebrity who just deserves to be where they are. And just watching this man's career grow, it's just been so nice to watch. It's been so heartwarming to watch. And it like ugh, yeah, I just have so much respect for this man. I think he's absolutely brilliant. And yeah, he's also he also seems like such a nice guy. Like all of his interviews, he's so charming yeah. and he's so funny. And like he's one of those people he just he never forgets where he came from. Like, he always talks about like how you know in in the flats in Dublin. Like he always says he always talks about his mum. And he's just honestly, he just seems like such a lovely down to earth guy. I love him. Yeah, yeah, I love him. He does seem quite lovely. Like every role that he takes, like he. I don't know, he seems, he really cares, and he really seems to absolutely love what he does. Like, mm. he's someone who just grew up watching loads of movies and decided he wanted to act, and he absolutely hated school, so he dropped out of school, 
to like pursue acting completely off his own back and he loves it and it's just, yeah yeah he's great i love him <laughs> there you go that's a good way of putting it yeah that's my little segment just to gush about how great he is i think you needed it this is partly therapy for you i think oh yeah fully fully getting to expel all your love for this guy <laughs> all my buried demons <laughs> expelling them we should probably say up front just before we say anything else that um spoilers for any movie that barry has been in yeah we might just you know start dropping things i was about to talk about dunkirk a, a very significant detail from dunkirk just so you know yeah spoilers all around yeah um i'm gonna go through some of his movies briefly but yeah Whenever we kind of introduce a new movie, just know that there will be spoilers for it, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I do obviously agree that he makes very, like, thoughtful and interesting picks with his roles in his career so far. Mm. It's just that when you were describing it, you know, with such, like, grandiose, like, (laughs) descriptions... Uh, there was a part of me that just remembered um, him and Dunkirk, where he got got on a boat and then got pushed down the stairs and died by hitting his head. And I was yeah. like, oh, such a thoughtful pick. It is a thoughtful pick. It shows the I horrors of PTSD in World War Two. I know, it just it's made incredible. me laugh. It was like him, like, bum 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 You are heartless. I wanted to be in the local paper. You are absolutely heartless. That's, rest in peace, George. Rest in peace, George. It's just that it, it just that's what came to mind immediately. Because <laughs> I just Damn. watched it. You can't tell me that's not a funny cutaway. It's not funny. It's it's so sad. You need to watch no, Dunkirk again. With the contrast of what you were saying. <laughs> Never mind. Final cut. That. <laughs> I don't think there's any of that like, Barry housekeeping. I need to get off my chest before we get into it a little bit. I mean, this is basically just my dissertation. Also, I haven't said that. This is <laughs> this is basically research for my dissertation. Yeah, I'm gonna basically. write twelve thousand words for my master's um, thesis on Barry Keoghan and his movie. So this is also kind of homework. So thank you to this podcast. <laughs> You're just like surrounding yourself with Barry Keoghan in every aspect of your life, like a yeah. warm blanket. Yeah. Academically, socially, personally, that's very Barry sweet. is involved somewhere. <laughs> I mean, I've managed to bring him into three of my essays for uni. I've done this, this year. He's just like a cloud <laughs> over everything you do. Like he, like he completely like ruined the Oscars for you. <laughs> like everything, <laughs> everything has like a. Uh, he's touched everything in your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the Oscars. Uh. That was that was a dark night. It was a lovely night, but so it was mopey. also me being in a mood for like four hours straight. <sighs> yeah. Sorry, do you want to continue? Um, sure. Yep. Yeah. Also, please feel free to interrupt at any point. Like, I do have a structure, but it's it's loose enough that just feel free. Okay. You know what I mean? No, it's fine. It's just because my opinions on Barry are completely neutral. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nothing <it's>... comes to mind. <laughs> oh, so you're not being. <laughs> Quiet. I'm not being respectful at all. I just, I have nothing to say. You just don't care. Like, to me, he's a man <laughs> who is present and, you know, very talented. Mm-hmm. Uh, great respect for him, but no opinions either way. Damn. No feelings either way. No thoughts head up to. But I'm supportive of your love for him. Thank you. Thank you. I was going to say when you said he was your favorite actor and everything, I was like, oh, friendship with James McAvoy is over. <laughs> Barry is my new best friend. 
<laughs> well, James James McAvoy is is our dad, you know. Is is our dad? He is, but it's different. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he did get replaced by Barry Keoghan and, and Ben Whitshaw, respectively. Yes, yes. For both of us, yeah. <laughs> Which I think is good, because I know Sean Fennessy loves them both. So we both have been, you know, mm. vindicated by our lord and saviour, Sean Fennessy. Every time Sean Fennessy mentions um, Barry on, on their <laughs> podcast. Because so he simps so hard for him. As he should. As he should. It's so sweet. Yeah. All right. Shall we get into it a little bit more? I would love to hear more about it. Wonderful. Okay. So, this is phase one. of This is the Barry oh, slate. You've actually done it. Yeah. It's Marvel. <laughs> I have designed phase one of um, the Barry cinematic universe. Is that Timothy Chalamet? It is not. I don't know where you're looking, but it is not. <laughs> Stand up. It looks like Timothy Chalamet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's not Barry, is it? That is not Barry. So that... The first slate in um, the Barry Keegan Cinematic Universe is is um, a short film, um, which is kind of like an ad to um, dissuade homophobic bullying. Oh, it is. It's, it's nice. just like a little PSA kind of thing. Um, Barry does not have a single line. He is in the background. He's part of the homophobic gang. <laughs> no! But, Barry! But he's homophobe. And then he realises that, you know, gay people are alright. And then he holds hands of another man and everyone's like, yay! <laughs> Whoa! So actually, Barry Keegan ended homophobia. He's an ally. He is an ally. Barry threw the first brick at Stonewall, honestly. <laughs> I was gonna ask: Is Phase One named something? Like, what? Are, what do these movies have in common? What is this era? This is the um, Barry in the background. This is Barry in the background. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, most of these movies, he is a side character. Some of these, he doesn't. His character doesn't even have like a name. It's just like Hoodie Number One, or like Homophobic <laughs> Bully Number Three, Super Gay Warbler, Super Gay Warbler. In Stay, he does actually... I watched Stay the other day. He does actually have a bit of a role in Stay. What does he do? He is, like, the kid who keeps, like, cutting class and Aidan Quinn's character gives him, like, a little job. That's... Wonderful. That's what he does. (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) To be fair, Stalker's quite a small film, but Barry is, like... You know, he's on the poster. You can see him there, yeah. I see his name. But yeah, there's really not much to say about Phase One Barry. Just a lot of side roles, a lot of he's just getting his foot in the door. You know, he's just yeah. he's building up his CV, starting on the ladder. Yeah, he's getting the experience. Like I said, this this man isn't going to be cast in like a Nolan movie straight away. This man, this man built his career, okay, and he <laughs> built it from a stand-up homophobic campaign. <laughs> He doesn't have a sugar daddy. He never had a sugar daddy. But if he wanted to have a sugar daddy, he could go out and get one, and he did, and his name is Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell is a sugar daddy. (laughs) No, that's his dad. Colin Farrell is his dad. Uh That's his dad. Or brother, if it's the baby's uncle, Colin. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Barry, if if we can take that one Instagram story, say, look... First man in internet. But, um... Wait, what? Oh, did you not get the notification? Is it just me? No. 
It will end in ten minutes, so I'll finish this point oh, and then we'll fuck. start again. Oh, we've got to figure this all out again. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, I hate Zoom. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, John, it doesn't matter. Oh, <laughs> actually, I was just saying Colin Farrell's is dead. Yeah, we all know. Let's move on. Yes, okay. Phase I'll put two. Some transition music. Yes, yes, put some like music in that. Phase two! Boo! Traders! Boo! <laughs> yeah! Get off the screen! Boo hiss! Fuck traders! Yeah, so. Sorry, continue. <laughs> Margaret came over to use my shower once when her shower was broken, and she was in the shower. Oh, yeah, just help me then. Yeah, yeah, your shower was broken, you used my shower, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll just keep going with my Barry Keegan marathon, and I'll put on traders. I haven't seen traders. Margaret came for the, the worst last. mistake of your life. Margaret came for the last came out of the shower for the last like half an hour of traders and um it traumatized her to to no end. She has never forgotten it. That movie is garbage. Do you want to tell us why? I think you're under I, I swear I watched half the movie. You did. I think my trauma was justified. <laughs> I hate that movie. I normally have, you know, so much empathy and respect for people that make movies mm. because it's so difficult to do. It's the miracle. Anything gets made at all. Yeah. So much respect to everyone involved. However, this is the exception. I severely dislike everyone who worked on Traders. Yeah. I don't hate it that much. <laughs> it's not my... It doesn't crack the top ten, but it's really not that bad. It's fine. Traders is fine. I think... When Traders came out in 2015, mm. it caused everything from Brexit onwards <laughs> to Trump to the pandemic. <laughs> I think Traders was responsible for the downfall of society. Oh my god. <laughs> that is my personal belief. Wow. Okay, so so not not a fan then. No, I love it. It was great. <laughs> No, fuck that movie. Um, but I haven't, I haven't watched anything else on this screen, so I'll let you right. talk instead. Um, I mean, as much as this will pain Margaret, Traders is kind of significant because it's one of Barry's <laughs> earliest. It's not his earliest, but it's one of Barry's earliest. I'm gonna play someone who's a bit insane. Uh, a bit as uh, conservative. Yeah, you played. I it- think this is his first dip into Joker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's playing like a like a teenager i think it's called ken his character and he just gets paid to try and kill killian scott's character and he is very very on board with it oh (laughs) sorry yes (laughs) yeah he he loves it yeah he's 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 absolutely on board he is ready to commit murder this kid is a bit insane and yes margaret's right he does fail he gets killed yeah. Brutally within maybe the first five minutes of the fight. He doesn't last very long, to be honest. No, he talks a big game. Rest in but peace, Ken. He couldn't bring it. In Ireland, Ken? Yeah, his name's Ken. Huh. Not the real Ken. Just Ken. <laughs> He's just Ken. Don't tell me about anything else on this uh, thing. Sure. Um, North is a short film. Barry's leading it. He's very good. It's... It's a pretty good one. If you, I've watched most of Barry's short films, all the ones that I can find online. North is pretty good, but I would recommend for you. That's if you want a Barry Keegan short film, that's a very good one. 
Um, Mammal's kind of iconic. If you're a Barry stan, you have watched Mammal. He <laughs> plays a kid called Joe, I think, who is like 16, 17, and there's a middle-aged woman whose son's died, and she takes in Barry's character, and they shag. It is hell yeah. It is. That's why it's- Stacy's mom has got it going on. <laughs> it is a full sex scene. They they have. So that's why I mean, if you're a Barry Stan, you have watched this movie. I don't think I'll watch it again. It felt slightly noncy to me. Um, I mean, by slightly, I mean very. This woman was very Explicitly strange. Noncy. This woman was like. Giving Barry's character her son's clothes. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, so it felt more incesty. No, just just weird. Just a bit <laughs> weird. But Barry is very good. I know good. it might be wrong, but I'm, I'm in love, love with Stacey's mom. mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, Barry's very good at it, though. He, okay. He, he plays a... His, his character is like... I, I was genuinely, I was planning what to say yesterday and I couldn't think of a better word than um, delinquent, but um, delinquent <laughs> is the word we're going to use because I'm a boomer. <laughs> He's like, a, troubled, a troubled child a in, troubled a, in a gang. <laughs> On <laughs> the wrong drugs. side of the tracks. Yeah, wrong side of the tracks. Beating people up, doing some drugs. Huffing is he some the glue. same in a movie where Michael Fassbender and Brendan Gleeson are going to kiss? No, he does nothing in that one. Aww. Truly nothing. Um, Waste of time. I, I honestly, I know Barry wasn't on the poster or anything, but I watched it for Barry and I feel like I should get my money back. <laughs> he did nothing. He was there. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it is worth noting that so far in his career, Barry has been in a, uh, an exclusively supporting role. He has. In most movies. Definitely, yeah. a, you know, a presence and often the most celebrated part of them, but he has exclusively been in a, a supporting role. He hasn't been the lead, has he? In anything? Not in... I mean, Mammal, he's slightly the lead. He's he's led a lot of the short films, but if you want to look at Barry in Phase 2 leading, then you want to look at Light Thereafter. Okay. Because he, as you can tell, he's on the poster there. This is like, it's fully his movie. Oh, that's great. Um, It's... This is my least favourite Barry movie. Oh, wow. Wait, is this the one that's told backwards? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's fucking backwards. Yeah. You were not a fan of that. It was backwards. <laughs> I think that's cool. I did too, in theory. Oh, not in the practice. Is shit. Oh, Margaret, it was so... I watched it on YouTube, right? And it was so funny, because all of the comments were like, oh, this movie is great, it's, it's backwards. And if you take the clips and put them the other way around, you can also watch it forwards. And I was like, oh, we could just watch it forwards. <laughs> oh, we could just make the movie forwards. Oh, we could just make we a just chronological movie. movie. <laughs> I have so much beef with Light Thereafter, okay? Yeah. Like, I hey, it even... tried it. Before Tenet succeeded, it tried. It tried. Um, yeah, Barry, I couldn't even really appreciate Barry very much in it because I was just so mad. <laughs> But um, from what I remember, Barry was very good. He plays an artist. Oh. He's, he's good. Second he's... artist? Second artist? Uh, American Animals. Oh, American Animals, yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a chance to, to talk about that in a minute. To be fair, I, I feel like my thoughts are also quite neutral. 
Well, you gotta. You I'll, gotta, I'll come you up gotta, with something. You can be neutral in this in phase one and two, but phase three, I want some. I want some hot takes. I want some. Okay, I can bring the hot takes. I want to know what you love, what you loved even more. You know. Okay. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Tell me if I was spectacular or simply outstanding. Exactly. Phase three. Sorry, I was making sure I was calling. Yes, phase three. Phase three phase is three. here. Phase three. So I've I've dedicated individual slides for each movie in phase three. Okay, because it's it's too big. It's, it's too, too big. It's too important. It's all of Barry's best roles, and this is where my dissertation starts. So, oh, I see. We're we're taking a minute for each of these. Okay. I hope you're ready. I'm ready. All right then. So, kick off phase three. We have one of my favorite movies of all time: The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yay. Oh, I love this movie so much. Yeah, so this is a 2017 movie. It's Yorgos Lanthimos, my lord and saviour. <laughs> and Barry plays a character called Martin. It's his first role with Colin Farrell. And yeah. Yeah. And Barry got like a lot of acclaim for this. Like This really kick-started him being kind of a slightly public figure. Like, this... Especially amongst like film people, like people really loved his performance in this. Mm. Was this um, his like second attempt at the Joker? I mean, uh, yeah, Martin's fucking weird. He's fucking weird. We um, I think I watched this for the first time with you. Yeah, I remember. You knew what was going to happen because you had like the Wikipedia next to it. Cause we were both a little bit scared. It just because I don't know. We didn't know if, how violent it was going to be. So, but Rihanna didn't want spoilers. So I had had a look and I decided it was okay for us to watch. Yeah, yeah. So Barry in this movie, he plays a, a teenager whose dad has died, and he befriends the surgeon who performed surgery on his dad. That you know that very same day. And they have, like, a very strange bond. And then Barry tells Colin Farrell that to restore balance in the universe, he has to kill one of his family members as retribution for Colin killing his dad. And, Mm -hmm. you know, hijinks ensues. (laughs) Yeah, it's not as straightforward as just killing one of them. It's like a curse upon your house. Yeah, like, if you don't kill them, they will all die. But Barry has, like, mystical powers, potentially? Yeah, this movie threw me off so much, because it started to get supernatural about halfway in, and I didn't know it was going to get supernatural, and I was yeah. so confused. I thought <laughs> I thought Barry was, like, just a bit of a psychopath who was going to kill them. I didn't know he was, like, magical. No, to be fair, he never kills any of them. Do you know what? He doesn't. He's it such a Colin. good person. <laughs> Great guy. He's very good in this movie. He was pretty perfect for Yorgos Lanthimos. Yeah, yeah. He suits the the weird, like, very straight-talking, dry kind of dialogue. Like, he, he does it really, really well. And do you know what? He's creepy as hell in this movie. Mm, very He's creepy. so creepy. He does not leave Colin Farrell alone. He's proper stalking Colin Farrell and is like hanging out with Colin Farrell's daughter and he's just being oh, so yeah. weird. He's, he's gonna shag her. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's very weird. But yeah, this this role's it's it's iconic. It's kind of iconic from like yeah. Barry's career perspective. And it's it's a great choice for him to try mm-hmm. and work with such a big, like, acclaimed filmmaker as Yogos Lanthimos. It's mm-hmm. also kind of cements 
his like typecasting of somebody who's Joker-esque. Yeah, yeah. Like Which, he doesn't seem to mind since he's happy to do it over and over again. Oh yeah, fully. Like he he genuinely loves doing shit like this. And like he's like played this kind of role as like side characters before, but like he fully is on the poster of this movie. He's like the second main character. And it's just him getting to just act to his heart's content for like two hours. And he's so good at it. Yeah, I just, yeah, I love this movie. I don't want to force you to move on. (laughs) Because I know you like this movie. I love this movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, Barry's great. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, fine, we can move on. Okay. Okay. I can't actually remember what's next. What's next? Oh, Dunkirk is next. Margaret. Margaret watched Dunkirk today. I watched it this morning. Um, What did you think of Barry and Dunkirk? It was good. Sorry, right. <laughs> it's good. Uh, positive reviews, thumbs up. Yes, yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, don't, I feel like I have nothing to say. He was, I mean, he's a little tragic uh, mm-hmm. character who is uh, a victim of war, but from a removed perspective, where he is killed by a panicked soldier experiencing PTSD. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a nice little uh, tragic part of the story. Okay, cool. I'll take it. So, <laughs> yeah. So, even though Barry is pretty small role in Dunkirk, I do think that this is one of the most significant roles in his career. And like, so basically, the the premise of my dissertation is going to be about how Barry Keegan has a duality in his performances, how he can play the characters like Martin and Killing the Sacred Deer, how he can go full Joker but how he also has the ability to play the character who is just there to die. And you are meant to be absolutely heartbroken when he dies because his character is just so sweet and you really Mm. warm to him and he dies and that feels like a gut punch when you're watching it. Yeah, there's a lot of pathos for his characters in that sense. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I think this movie is so significant, because that purely is his role. He's just meant to be someone... He's just a kid. He's like His character's like 17 years old, and he just wants to help, you know? Like, he knows that soldiers out there fighting in the war. He gets on that boat. He doesn't have to, but he just purely wants to help. Mm. And his death is so sad, and it's just there to show, obviously, the horrors of PTSD. Killian Murphy's character lashes out at him because he is suffering from the trauma of war, you know? Mm. And I think he does it really well. I think you really feel for him, and I think he properly, properly... He just... he, What his character is there for, I think he does it really well. And when you contrast that to the killing of a sacred deer, Barry... I th- I just I think he I think he can do both really well and I think he gets this image not as much anymore but I think he really does have this has this image of playing the absolute weirdest psychotic joker s characters but if you look at his career he is just as good at shit like this you know hmm yeah definitely yeah I I I really like George he's very sweet um it's Barry doing a British accent this time he's doing an American accent last time yeah. And um, I, I remember I watched this movie when it came out and I watched it again just for Barry 
and it took me aback so much the British accent because he's because he's doing a British accent and also like a British teenager kind of accent. And genuinely, yeah, Barry does get cast as uh, young young kids people. a lot when he's he's not a kid anymore. Yeah, I, I told my friend recently that he's thirty, and he was like, "What?" He was so shocked that Barry Keegan is thirty. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm not surprised because he keeps playing like." People in their like late teens. Yeah, and he's got quite a quite a youthful aspect to his face, with like a bit more like fat on his cheeks. And he looks a little like younger. Yeah, yeah, and he's just he's just running around this boat, just like you know, <laughs> there's a war in France. There's the war in France, sir. And it's like, oh Christ! I like his little sweater vest. Yeah, he's got his like little forties little like um vest on. It's very sweet. Yeah, but yeah. I really like George. Rest in peace, George. Um, R.I.P. You made it to the paper. Very proud of you. Made it to the paper. Oh, was, oh God. I remember like watching it for like the first time and just that bit where they realise that it's just too late, there's nothing they can do. And the moment where like the men on the boat, I can't remember their names, and they they could have gone back and they could have mm. saved him. Well, they not saved him, but they could have gone back Try. and tried to get him some help. <laughs> But they just have to keep going because there's like th- hundreds of young men on this boat mm-hmm. and, uh, on the beach, and you've got to save them, and you've c- you've got to sacrifice Barry to yeah. to you know save the men in Dunkirk. And war is hell. War is hell. War is hell. Rest in peace, George. R.I.P. Although I I fully could not wrap my head around any of the time stuff in in Dunkirk. Uh It made absolutely, like, bollock sense to me. (laughs) So I just watched the movie like it was happening chronologically and it it, it worked perfectly fine. (laughs) And I have no idea where Barry... I don't know what timeline he was on. No fucking clue. But, um... It's mainly one timeline. You don't have to complicate it too much. Yeah, I tried looking it up and I was like, oh, no, I get... I I have a headache. I'm good. (laughs) Wasn't for me. That's fine. It's Nolan, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, good for Barry for landing a role with Nolan. Yeah. It's good. And clearly, like, even before Killing of a Sacred Deer had come out. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so sweet seeing his pictures on the, like, the premiere for this. Because it's, <laughs> it's one of his first, like, big premieres, you know, Aww. like a big movie. And he's, he's having yeah. a great time. It's very Aww. sweet. Is he wearing, like, jeans or something? I don't think he's wearing jeans. <laughs> To be fair to him, but he's having a good time. That's very sweet. But yeah, this 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 is probably Barry's biggest role so far. Yeah, I think I'm I'd really underselling so. just how big this movie was. Yeah, I don't really remember, but it probably was. I distinctly remember it coming out because Harry Styles was in it, and oh, all the Harry yeah. stands on Twitter were like, "Guys, don't spoil right. Dunkirk," and everyone was like, "What the fuck? It was a <laughs> historical event. You can't spoil Dunkirk." <laughs> Funniest yeah, what was that letterbox review that was like? I'm really surprised at how good I was at spotting Harry Styles in a sea of white men. <laughs> like, yeah, he has a very distinctive face. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's yeah. He doesn't work for me in um, uh, not Barry, uh, Harry Styles mm. in um period dramas. That's yeah. a man who's seen a TV, like a a, a modern TV. <laughs> do you, do you seen think, an Xbox? Do you think Barry has a face of someone who's seen an Xbox? No, absolutely not. No, he doesn't, does he? No. No. This, this man child. This man has, like, a cousin who died of TB. Yeah. I'd know? be terrified if he touched a LucasAid. I'd be like, don't do it. <laughs> it's gonna kill you. <laughs> I believe he went up the chimney last week. 
<laughs> things that could kill Barry Keoghan, like a Lucasade whap, you know? <laughs> yeah. Old fashioned face. Uh, yeah, yeah. He does, he fits quite well in this little, in the 40s, I think. Oh, yeah, and the other letterbox review that's like, Nolan, me, like, yes, I would like another one of those brown head white twinks, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the movie. Brown haired white twinks. Yeah. Somehow they found another brown haired British white twink. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. everywhere. The, yeah. Brown haired British slash Irish white twinks in this movie. Everywhere. Yeah. And Kenneth Branagh. And also Kenneth Branagh. I forget he's in there every single time <laughs> I watch it, and I'm like, ah, Kenneth. <laughs> I don't know why, because it's a star studded cast, but something about Kenneth Branagh that I forget every time I watch it. He's not, he's not exactly... Uh, he has a face that has never experienced dark and gritty situations. That's a man who's lived in a mansion his whole life. I can't he's, imagine him, like, on a dirty beach. He's he's the general for a reason, I think, you know? Because yeah. clearly, he clearly has a position of power. Yeah. And I think he's the general for a reason. I get you. It's I just like every time you. he's experiencing stress, I'm like, mm, I don't believe you've ever had problems. Yeah. Your life looks like it's been a breeze. I, th- I think it has been a breeze, to be honest. Probably. I don't know. Did you watch Belfast? I didn't. <laughs> I did not watch that movie. <laughs> I keep meaning to, but I don't, at this point, I don't think I ever will. Barry uh, could have been in Belfast, but he wasn't. Oh, Barry would have been great in Belfast. I've never seen you it, but he would have been great. <laughs> well, the thing is, he'd be you great in any say movie. say that. He, he would be great in every single possible movie. So I, I think mm. that's a, a pretty solid blanket statement that he would be great in Belfast. Yeah. Should we move on? Let's move on. I'm not gonna lie, I keep forgetting what's coming next. This is a fun surprise to me. (laughs) What is I mean, would it not be American Animals? It is American Animals! Well done. Thank you. Oh, American Animals. This is I've I've made Margaret watch this movie (laughs) twice now. (laughs) Yeah. Um yeah, so it's a, a documentary slash movie about a real life failed heist back in like two thousand three, two thousand four. Mm. And Barry plays he's like the main second main character, main character in this movie. Yeah. Plays a guy called Spencer, who, um, along with three of his friends, tries to um steal a book which is worth like a couple of million from their university's library bird book. and um, the bird book they are all absolute idiots and yeah. they get arrested yeah very I... easily so easily they make so many mistakes it's just a movie of bad choices it's the movie of if intrusive thoughts won that's the movie <laughs> don't get high for this many days, or you'll try and steal a bird book. <laughs> it's it's just Barry's character comes up with the plan, right? He he he's, he starts the idea to steal the book, and then Evan Peters like proper takes this and runs with it. And it's just an entire movie where you know Spencer clearly is not really as into it anymore. He's not really vibing the whole um. Stealing crime. a bird Life book plan, but he's just he just doesn't have the the guts to to not do it anymore. And Evan Peters just, is having the time of his life. Just a bit of a little coward, being like swept along. Yeah, he's just swept along, and um, yeah, he he gets arrested and sentenced to seven years in prison. Yeah, and it's a true For story. 
stealing a bird book and assaulting a librarian. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was most of the years in prison. (laughs) Just for assaulting the librarian, yeah. Yeah, very sad. Yeah, this movie, it's not my favourite movie. It's kind of hard to watch. It's really hard to watch, like I said. Almost as stressful as Dunkirk. I think this is more stressful than... I don't know. I think they're both stressful. Uh, Yeah, I think they're both very stressful. I I really like this movie to be honest. I think it's I think it's kind of different. It's something new. Like I said, it's a documentary at the same time, so they interview the real people, so you meet the mm. real Spencer as well, which is very fun. Yeah. Don't really get many movies like that. I'm not, I'm not, I think it's I think it's cl- very good. I think it's really hard to watch, but I think it's very good. It is quite close to Barry being the lead, isn't it? I mean, yeah, basically. I'd I'd say he's the main I think he starts it being the main character and then Evan Peters kind of takes over the movie as he takes over the plan. <laughs> you know? Mm. But yeah, this is... This Barry well, character is very low down on the, like, Barry being insane. Like, yeah, he's list. a guy, isn't he? Just a dude. He, he really is a very normal guy. That's kind of the whole the point. Accent, though. He's doing oh. an American accent. Oh, uh, there was, mm, there was one it. moment in the car where it slips. I can't remember what he says, but it really slips. The American accent, but... Hate it. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. I, I, I really like this movie. I don't really think too much about Barry's performance in it, because he's doing a really good job. He is showing pure panic on his face. <laughs> majority of the time. I think he's yeah. very good in it. But like I said, his character is very normal. He really is mm. just a dude. Yeah, just a guy. Should we move uh, on? Yeah. Oh, Margaret hasn't seen this one. Um, it's Calm with Horses. Oh yeah. I Why really like blonde? this movie. He's blonde. Yeah, he's, he's got like oh. bleached blonde hair. Oh no. Oh no. Please yeah. tell me he's meant to look bad with the bleached blonde hair. I don't know if it's meant to be bad, but it's meant. It's it's a choice. Yeah. Is he you meant know? to look a bit of a dickhead? <laughs> yes, he is meant to look okay, a bit of a dickhead. That's good. Um. Good yeah. So this is a 2019 movie. I think it is a very underrated movie. I think it's great. Um, someone I know who knows how much I love Barry Keoghan said to me the other day, like, oh, have you have you watched Calm of Horses? I'm like, yes, I've watched Calm of Horses. <laughs> yes, I've watched Calm of Horses. Excuse Obviously. me? Obviously. Who made it? Ask- oh, I Googled it yesterday. I've forgotten. Um, let me have a look. <laughs> Such a fan. Such a big fan of Calm I know. Of I'm saying how much I love this movie, and then I don't know who made it. Does everyone have weird names? Because I'm seeing Dimpha. Yeah, D- Dimpfner? Um, that's Barry's character in this. It's, it's just him who has a weird name. I don't really know. <laughs> well, Wait, is it just him that's called Dimpfner? <laughs> I can't remember. Well, um, Cosmo Jarvis' character is called Arm, short for like Armstrong. So they call him Arm. Okay. So everyone has, as people, to be fair, they do all slight weird names. I don't know why Barry's fully called Dimpfner. I don't know what that name is. Maybe that's like an Irish name. Apologies to anyone out there whose name is Dimpfner. The thing is, that looks Greek. I know, but I'm just saying, because he's like, just, okay. I don't know. Okay. Just making sure. It is Apologies. an Irish. It is actually an Irish movie. We're going back to Ireland for a bit. We haven't been in Ireland for, for a little while. Um, yeah. Apologies if your name is Dimpfner. But it is a weird name, you got to admit. It is, it is, a, it is a weird name. I think that's a choice. Like it's meant to be on purpose. But um, yeah. So Nick Rowland directed the movie. It's his movie. Um, basically, the premise is so Cosmo Jarvis. He works for a crime family. 
He has a son who he is trying to get into a school for disabled kids. He needs the money, and so he's working for crime family. Barry is like a family member in this family, and him and um, Cosmo Jarvis, they're kind of like bros, they're kind of besties. Is this like, sorry, do you mean families in like mafia family or like like blood family? Uh, both. Okay. So it's, okay. It's, it's like a crime family and they all are also a family. Okay, okay. And Cosmo Jarvis just works for them. Okay. Um... I'm not gonna lie, Barry doesn't Barry doesn't do as much as Cosmo Jarvis is the main character in this movie. He goes on this whole thing of like they ask him to kill someone, he doesn't want to do it, so he pretends he's killed him and he hasn't, and the family find out and they get all mad and Barry finds out and he's like shit and they're trying to like cover their tracks. So it's a crime movie, basically. Mm. I I really like it. I think it's a very good movie. Barry is great. His character is I think he's he's a he's a nice enough guy. For someone who is in like a an Irish crime family, and he, I'm not gonna lie, he has a really great scene in that picture at the bottom there with the like yellow lighting behind it. He starts, he has this absolute great scene where it, just to show that like how brutal his family is and how kind of rough they all are. He basically starts this um bar fight. It's a really good scene. If you don't want to watch Carnivores, try and find a clip on YouTube of like the bar fight because he just okay he just basically picks a fight with some random person in the bar because he's just a little bit unhinged and it's absolutely great i love it i think barry does a really good job cool yeah i really like this movie i would recommend okay i really wish i'd watched it again before this but the thing is i i need like a i need to get on dvd i think because i can't find it anywhere it's so, so hard oh, to find right. some barry movies i swear yeah yeah i watched some indie cinema yeah, I watched some of his short films on on um, Facebook. Oh, wait, really? Yeah, literally, that was the only place I could find some of them was on Facebook. Aww. But, yeah. This is this is a great Barry. I really like this Barry. Okay. Okay. I won't bore you for much longer, because like I said, Margaret hasn't seen this one. But... That's okay. Next Barry is Green Knight Barry. Did you get Yay! a chance to watch the clip? I Did you forget? I'm sorry. I didn't. That's, I, I didn't forget, but I didn't watch it. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just actively didn't want to. I was helping my mum around the house. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Luckily, I mean, Barry's only in this movie for about 10, 20 minutes. Oh, it's... is that him? It looks nothing like him. I didn't even notice. Yeah. It looks like he's so... in an episode of Merlin. I, mean, I suppose there's similar mythology, it's, isn't it's, it? It's the exact same mythology. <laughs> I think they do the Green Knight plotline in Merlin. and I was They trying do. To... Because we that. were watching Merlin, I was trying to figure out why the story was familiar. Yeah. <laughs> because, of, yeah. No, um, he looks like Mordred's cousin. He does look like Mordred's cousin. He, this, this is easily one of the most insane Barrys you'll find. Yeah. He Do you is. He's like running around naked. He's not naked. He is oh. running around. <laughs> he is so weird. So obviously, um, in the Green Knight, Dev Patel's character Gwen is on a quest. Along the quest, he um, meets multiple different people, um, usually trying to hinder the quest in some way. And so Barry, Barry's character doesn't even have a name, he's just the scavenger. And he meets um, Gwen on the path and is like, you know, can, can, I, can I have some money? I have no money. And Gwen's like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm a prince. I think he's a <laughs> prince, something like that. I'm a nice guy. Yeah. And then, um, so Barry 
meets them again a couple of minutes later. He comes back with like a whole squad of people and basically just bully Dev Patel <laughs> for a bit. They um Aww. they steal all of his his like clothes, his horse, his weapons, and Dev Patel is like, I am on a noble quest, can you please let me do my quest? And he's like, No. <laughs> Aw. So it teaches uh no good Samaritan generosity, I guess. Yeah, don't don't be nice to um scavengers because as you can see in that photo, they will steal your axe. <laughs> that um so there's a that shot I have on the PowerPoint slide is just um Barry's character standing there holding an axe, and that's when Dev Patel is like just has like his undergarments on, like tied up on the floor as they like leave with his things. Aww. And Barry, oh, and Barry just looks down at him. It's a really great moment where he just holds up um Gwen's axe, and he's just like, "I'll finish the quest for you," and winks and walks off, and you never see him again. <laughs> you never see what him again. Head? So yeah, um, um, what a spicy teenager. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, he's just such a bully. Honestly, it's. <laughs> If you want to see Barry at peak weirdness, it's really... He's, like, running around and, like, holding Dev Patel's face. And, like, he's, he is really insane in this movie. Okay. He is, Love it. He is... Yeah. You can... And you can... I don't know what it is, but, like, you can tell he's having a great time. Yeah. I don't know what it is. There's just something about the way that he's, like, being all creepy and, like, fully up in, like, Dev Patel's face. You can tell Barry's having the time of his life. I, yeah, 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 and it's oh, from um, it's a David Lowry movie, and I think he is very good at directing Barry in this. Yeah, Barry's really Sick. good. He's really good. Nice. I would recommend this movie. It's a very weird movie, but I'd recommend it. I suppose it's good that he hasn't done a bad movie. Although, are we about to get to some contentious territory? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Barry has never done a bad movie except for Light Thereafter. <laughs> Fuck that thereafter. <laughs> but no bad phase three movies. No. No, and phase three phase three is looking incredible for Barry. Should we get into the contentious territory though? <sighs> okay. Hell now we have Eternals Barry. Oh, oh Drew. Where you first met him. Oh, this this movie has such a special place in my heart. Druig has such a special place in my heart. What I, if I told you none of it was accidental <laughs> on the first time that I saw you? I knew nothing was gonna stop me. <laughs> yeah, this is this is where I was first introduced to to Barry. I fully went back to the cinemas and watched it again for Barry. Oh, and this is where the the hyperfixation began with both Barry and the Eternals. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a bit obsessed with Eternals. <laughs> Just, 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 just a smidge, I just, would say. Um, a normal amount. I definitely haven't watched it over twenty times. Oh yeah, you know? I, I don't I... own posters no. and read fan fiction and mm. have me draw things relating to the Eternals. <laughs> no, I don't do any of that. I consume this movie a normal amount. I don't think about it every day. And write fan fiction. <laughs> I don't write fan fiction. Not no, at all. Absolutely not. <laughs> not no. a not a single minute of it. No, you don't make Spotify playlists no. about them. No, not not a single get Spotify tattoos. Playlist. Not a single tattoo plan. No. 
<laughs> Nothing. Just a healthy yeah. amount of love for this movie. Exactly. A normal, healthy, non-hyperfixated love for this movie. And luckily, it's not difficult or conflicting for you at all because everyone else loves this movie. Everyone is obsessed with this movie. Everyone <laughs> thinks it's the greatest movie alive. It has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, actually. Yeah. Fun Do you know fact, what? There's never been check. like an online video essay about mm-hmm. why Eternals is bad. It's just general, like, polite love for the Eternals. Yeah. It's never a scapegoat for Marvel's declining quality. Yeah. Exactly. A highlight of everyone's career. Truly. Just, just, it's just the greatest movie of all time. And I actually, don't you know what? The sarcasm has ended there. This is the greatest movie of all time. You do love it. I, I'll give you that. I. Oh, this movie. Oh, this movie. We have an Eternals episode. Um, I was going to say, don't we listen have to that. four hours of Eternals. <laughs> Wait, don't listen to it. No, you've got to promote the podcast. Oh, fine. Listen to it, but ignore everything I say. Anyway. Which is half the things said. <laughs> Which is like 80% of the things said. Just listen to Margaret being in a vaguely bad mood, trying her best not to dampen the party. <laughs> and failing. And failing. <laughs> I tried. I woke up on the wrong side of the bed and don't love the movie. But I do want to support your dreams. Thank you. And your ambitions. And it's my birthday. So... And it's your birthday, so who fucking cares? Oh, yeah. So, Barry in this movie. This is, this is just such... An important movie in Barry's career. Like, it is. There is nothing more iconic than his tweet from like 10 years ago that says, At Stanley, please make me a superhero. Aww. And now he's in a Marvel now movie. Like, this proper, proper cemented Barry as like a celebrity. This is what made him a star, I think. Like, an actor. Yeah, I think so. This I mean, is- it brought out all the stands. Yeah, yeah. Like, Obviously, this movie um, wasn't well-received because everyone who watches films are idiots and (laughs) don't understand art when they see it. Yeah, we don't know what we're on about. No one one understands this movie like I do. Just me and Chloe Zhao understand (laughs) this movie. I think that is genuinely true. No one understands this movie like you do. (laughs) I think that's genuinely true. (laughs) You see something in it that no one else does, and that makes you the superior human being. Exactly, yeah. That makes me the best person ever. Yeah, I'd say so. It's fine. I can gatekeep Eternals. It's fine. Oh, yeah. I don't think anyone's going to fight you on gatekeeping Eternals. (laughs) Hey, there's a group chat with me and Twitter people. And you and some very lovely strangers. (laughs) They're not strangers. They're my friends. (laughs) Mum, you don't understand. (laughs) You don't understand, okay? I know them from Twitter. They know me better than you do. <laughs> Which is almost always true. Which is actually true. But yes, Eternals. Barry plays Druig. Yes, um, I'll give a quick rundown of Druig. Um, he is an Eternal. He has been alive for 7,000 years. He is a telepath. He controls minds. However, he is not actually allowed to use his powers because the Eternals have been put on Earth to help humans kill deviants, but they're not allowed to interfere. So Druig is kind of there for no reason, and he slowly goes a bit insane over time because he watches humans go to war and kill each other and torture each other, and there's nothing he can do to stop it, even though he has the power to stop it. 
builds him a bit of a god complex until one day he finally breaks and decides that he's going to start his own little cult in the Amazon, which he mind controls. He reunites with the Eternals in, like, 2023, after, like, 500 years, and they plan to save the world, because the world's about to end, and so he joins them to save the world. He is... Indeed he does. One of my favourite characters of all time. I love him so much. You're genuinely oh, love him. I love him so much. Like he's oh, he's so good. Barry's so good for this role. And like This is fantastic. I think he is extremely good. Like oh, Barry so Barry beat out Rami Malik and Keanu Reeves for this role. Oh, that's who they were considering. That's great. And they picked this like twenty seven year old Irish man. And Rami Malik would have been weird. It would have been really weird. Keanu, I get, because Droog's older in the comics. I see yeah. what they were going for. Yeah. But obviously, I think Barry makes the best one. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, because you've got to... Because, like, with Droog, you've got to be able to... Because he has compassion. Droog genuinely does have compassion. But he also has, like I said, he has this massive, like, power complex. And he has this... And he really, really kind of does crave to use the power that he has and he can't do it. And so you've got to be able to, like I said, betray that compassion because he does care about the humans. Betray that god complex. That pure absolute misery that leads to his breakdown. His breakdown is fucking incredible. And then you've got a... And then you've got, like, cult leader era druig, which is also incredible. And just Barry, he just, he just does every single element of this character so well. It like, is very complex. He's so complex. Because, like, you meet druig in, like, the flashbacks. And, like, he's kind of giving massive, like, little brother energy to all the other Eternals. He's kind of, like, teasing them. Him and, like, Makari have a bit of a thing. He's being quite fun. And then, like I said, you have his scene where he has his absolute breakdown. It's absolutely incredible scene. It's in fifteen like thirty six, and he just does this massive like rant at Ajax and the rest of the Eternals of like, this needs to end now. For if he says like for centuries, I've watched humans destroy each other. Like this, this has to end, and he has like I said, he has this absolute break. He takes over the minds of. Everyone in the little area there, I don't know how to pronounce it, it begins with a T. Like, text to, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's in, like, um, South America somewhere. And then you meet him again after 500 years. And, oh, Amazon era Druig is so good because this is when Druig has been basically a cult leader for about 500 years. And he comes back and you reunite with him. And he has like a proper entrance in Eternals, right? And he is just oozing in confidence. He knows his worth. He has this power. It's this great scene where you meet him again. And the Eternals, like I said, the Eternals haven't seen him for 500 years. He walks out of this like church building and just looks at them all and is like, please make yourselves at home. And it's like, oh my God, it's incredible. (laughs) Oh, yeah, he's just so good. He's just so good. <laughs> he is. And, like, it's true. I think this is... I honestly think, that even though it's a Marvel movie, I think this is... 
Barry's best performance. Because Barry is a person, like, he's, he's quite chatty, he's quite, like, active, he, like, he, he moves around a lot, bless him. You see him in interviews, this man can't sit still. Like, I, it's, it's so sweet. And you just see him in this role, and he's so poised and calm, and he knows what he's doing, and everything he does is thought out and meticulous. He's constantly just standing so still and so stoic, and it's very clear that this, you know, he just gives massive telepath energy. You know, he's a telepath. Mm. And it just it's just such a good, like, transformation role for him. And, like, every single, even... You hear Barry in interviews, he talks very quickly, and he's Irish, he talks very quickly. Every single line that Druig says is drawn out. Like, it's very clear that, like, Druig wants you to hear every single word he's saying, and he wants you to hang on to every single sentence. And so the way that he speaks, oh, it's perfect, it's so slow, and it's so, like, every word is, oh, yeah. It's just, I'm so sorry, it's just so good. No, it's fine. It's definitely his most transformative performance. It really is. Like, yeah. I'll I'll just, I'll wrap up the Eternals Druric section, because I, I truly can talk for hours about this movie. And I have. You have. <laughs> and I have. On podcast and in private. Yes, exactly. Um, But yeah, I think this is a really significant... Um. Barry roll, except it's a Marvel movie. It's so it's you know, it's really put him in the spotlight. And like, like we said, there were a lot of people who didn't like this movie, but so many people just really loved Barry in this. Like, I remember seeing a lot of like, I don't like this movie, but Barry is incredible in it. Yeah, I think that's true. And like, I think Drug became a fan favorite, and Drug Makari. They became fan like yeah. a fan favorite like ship in Marvel. Yeah, they did. But so he yeah. has great chemistry with her. He doesn't do many romantic no. uh, stories, does he? No, he's too busy like murdering <laughs> and like shagging his mum. Yeah, to um, but yeah, I'd I'd like to I'd like to see him in doing something romantic. I think that could be quite fun. Yeah, yeah. sure. I don't see why not. Yeah, but yeah, like you said, him and Lauren Rudloff have really good chemistry, and they are very sweet. I really wish they could have reunited at the Oscars. They didn't because they hate me. <laughs> um, <laughs> they might have been private. You never know. Do you know? What? I hope they did. But it looks a bit Barry went home pretty early. Yeah, you don't stalk him or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I don't know when he left or arrived. <laughs> at some point, it's a social security risk. <laughs> At, at some point, I will be expecting a restraining order yeah. in the post. You would deserve it, and I mean that in a positive way. I yeah, I, I you think would have I earned would it. it, and I would frame it, and I'd be like, Barry Keoghan knows I exist. Barry Keoghan despises me. If anyone's listening to this, um, I um, I don't stalk Barry Keoghan. No, you would only know if people online were posting it. You yeah. are not looking for any information. Yeah, I'm not stalking him. I'm just a really big fan. <laughs> he, he and his family are safe from Rhiannon. <laughs> You're not yeah, a threat. I swear, I, I swear. I'm just a big fan, okay? <laughs> oh, okay. Do we move on? All right. Goodbye, Druig. I love you. Let's move Bye, on. Druig. To... Batman! Batman! <laughs> 
post credits Batman. Yeah. And deleted scene Batman. Deleted scene right at the end of the movie for 30 seconds. He, Barry is there. Oh, can I can I tell my story of delusion? <laughs> yes. So me and Margaret had planned to you know, go and see the Batman opening day, you know, movie of the year. And we and I remember getting to Margaret's flat before we were gonna walk to the cinema. I remember being like, Margaret, I am like ninety percent sure Barry Keegan is gonna be in this movie and you were like ran on no and i was like no 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 no, because right he was at the premiere he is technically on the cast list he's unlisted but he is on the cast list and he just posted a picture and he has batman socks on he is gonna be in the batman and you're like no (laughs) i I think i was like okay you know what you do you girl you do you it was fully like okay (laughs) if you say so i I distinctly remember sitting there. It's a very long movie and sitting there and every two minutes a new character would show up and I'd be like, oh, is that Barry? It wasn't Barry. Oh. And it wasn't him. And I kept watching And then the credits rolled. Well, I mean, the thing is, I'd given up hope before the credits rolled. I'd given up hope. And I was sitting there like, this is going to be so embarrassing when this movie ends and there's no Barry. Like, I'm going to be so embarrassed. The the credits rolled, no Barry. It is, to be honest, it's not a credits. It is at the end, right at the end. Oh, it's not okay. A, I only noticed because I rewatched it when I was obsessed with Paul okay. Dano for a month. <laughs> but, but yeah, he is. And to be fair, they really got me. I really had given up hope. And then in the last like five, like they three minutes right of this movie. And you know what? It was so funny because the minute he started talking, you don't really see his face. He starts to talk, and I recognise his American accent. And I was like, oh, oh my! I was like whacking Morris Perry. And then, like, and I had completely forgotten that you said he was in the movie. I was like, literally, oh, literally. And then the entire cinema started to react because it was like, oh my god, the Joker. Yeah. The Joker, mm-hmm. and then everyone else was like, "Oh my god!" Because it was the Joker. I was there like a minute before everyone, like, "It's Barry." <laughs> and to be fair, you would have been relieved earlier had they kept in the scene. Yeah, where Batman visits him. Yeah, a couple of months later, they released a deleted scene where he's just being all jokery, talking to the Batman. He does a fucking incredible job. Um, he's really made for this. Can I? I mean, can I tell the story about how he got this role? If it's you quite. Want to. It's, it's it's quite. It's kind of interesting. He sure. basically he knew the movie was coming. He knew Matt Reeves was doing the movie, and Barry was like, "I really want to be in this movie. And I think the Riddler's going to be the villain." So what he did was he got like a full Riddler suit, right? And he got someone to film him walking down the corridor of his like agency building. Oh yeah. Yeah, and he like, and he's doing this whole bit as the Riddler. He sends off the video, doesn't hear anything for like months, and then he gets a call and it's like, yeah, you know, you're you're not gonna be the Riddler. However, we really like the video, so we're gonna put the Joker in this movie, so you can be the Joker. Oh, that's how good he is. That's how good he is. The Joker wasn't meant to be in. To see Barry's face so mangled and disgusting. <laughs> when I tell you, um, I'm not looking at the bottom corner of, of the screen because there's a picture yeah. of zoomed in Joker Barry. What the fuck? He looks horrifying. It's it's absolutely disgusting. I've watched a deleted scene once just for Barry and I've never watched it again because it's yeah. just... 
Absolutely what horrifying. F- what the fuck? This is why I think the Batman should have gotten best hair and makeup at the Oscars. It's very impressive. It's, it's, oh, this, I've got such a thing about teeth, and he's got oh, so yeah, many do. teeth. <laughs> oh. So many teeth. Oh, Horrendous. it's also his second movie with Colin Farrell. It's the second movie with Colin Farrell. They never interact. Oh, absolutely not. Technically. And they're both being so removed from their usual selves. <laughs> It's the two of them are the examples I think of when I say the Batman should have gotten best hair and makeup at the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, it's those two. But um, yeah, um, there were a few people who weren't the biggest fan of the of the idea of the Joker being in this movie. But again, what they said was, I don't know if the Joker should have been there, but Barry Keoghan killed it because he did. He was born for this role, right? I love whenever you see a tweet. If it if it says something negative, but then says something positive about Barry, your brain just zooms in on that part <laughs> of the tweet. And you're yeah. like, I'm going to bring this up. But they did say something positive about Barry, so the tweet is relevant. It, it happens every time. He's a scene stealer, okay? He is incredible. This is... He is definitely... <sighs> he's always definitely doing the most. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, not necessarily a sign of quality, but thankfully, you know, often is with him a sign of quality, but he is always... He always has such a presence and he is often doing the most in a scene. Yeah. Yeah. So he grabs the attention, definitely. Yeah. Fully. He's... Like I said, he, he was born for this role, okay? He was... This he man is born to be to the be most the horrifying person in the world. Yes, he, he genuinely was. He genuinely was. He's so good at just this absolute insane, psychotic, I will kill your family if you blink at me character acting. Do you fuck this Joker? I would not. <laughs> <laughs> Solid pass. This Barry is number one on Barry's insanity list, but right at the bottom of whether or not I would bury list. <laughs> yeah. Um Ew. It's fucking terrifying, man. I have that face. It's, it's a face and, uh, only a Batman could love. <laughs> only Harley Quinn could love. Oh, Ooh, I, okay. Ooh, Shall we move to the final Barris? Oh, okay. Because I have a feeling there will mm. be much to say about the Barris of Inishirin. Oh, I spelt it wrong. No! <gasps> Sorry, I spelt Inishirin wrong. Fan. Big fan! Oh, no, I spelt the fictional island wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is Inishirin not real? No, it's not real. Aww. I'm so sorry to, like, to shatter the illusion that Inishirin was real. I mean, I wasn't that attached, but I did assume it was real. It was not real. Oh. It, what is an issue? Is that a word, or did he just make up the word? I think I think it's probably derived from somewhere. I don't really know how he came up with the the word in assurance, but yeah, it's probably derived from somewhere, right? Yeah, I assume so. Yeah, yeah, sounds Irish. But um, yeah, it's it's the Banshees of Inisherin. He's got all his nominations. Oh, I love this movie so much. <laughs> this is also a, a huge movie for you. I feel bad because literally every movie on this list is a movie that I feel deeply neutral about. <laughs> like just by coincidence, every movie I'm always like that. That is a good movie that I, I, I don't give a shit about. But I am, I'm here to support you. It just means that I, <laughs> I if I don't have a like an intense reaction to any of these movies, not because I don't love movies, just because we happen to have like picked the movies that I happen to have neutral opinions on. I do love movies. Yeah. Just love these movies. And but it's very good. To be fair, to contrast 
all of these movies on like they changed my life. Yeah, they're all your favorite movies. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't just Barry just happens to be in all of my favorite movies. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like there's a correlational causational thing there. <laughs> I don't think so. I think yeah. it's pure coincidence. Okay, pure coincidence. Yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, Barry. I think this is his best role. Yeah. I think it was super deserving. I yeah. Was, Can I, I mean, I'll... extremely good. Um, I'll just, I'll, I'll quickly lay out the, um, the movie, but um, Barry plays a kid called Dominic. Um, oh, Dominic. <laughs> How do I begin Aww. to describe Dominic? Another pathos character. <laughs> yeah, he is, um, he's a kid who... Is you know described as as the the town's simpleton basically he's how he's described another delinquent another another delinquent he clearly has had a very rough childhood he's clearly been abused by his dad and he's you know he's he's just he's and he's very sweet and he's he co- he's just causing trouble but he's just very sweet he's just kind of everyone seems a bit annoyed with him at all time he's been barred from the pub. And like they so all just seem being a, weird, I assume. Just being, just being weird, <laughs> and he's so sweet, and he's in love with um Colin Farrell's sister Siobhan, yeah, who is like I'd twenty years older Condon than Condon him. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Carrie Condon. She's great. Um, and yeah, he's just kind of there for to give um Colin Farrell's character Podrick someone to talk to, basically, because the whole point is that. Podrick doesn't really have any friends, and the only person who will talk to him is, um, you know, the the town delinquent. And so he just gives him someone to talk to. He asks out um, Colin Farrell's sister. She says no. And, um, and yeah, the next time we see him after that, he he dies. He's found dead yep. in the in the lake. And me and Margaret have discussed at length as to how, well, you know, the cause of death. We aren't really sure. It's kind of hinted at it all three different ways. Accident, Ye- murder, suicide. Yeah, yeah. And each... Every time I watch this movie, I'm like, oh, is, is he... He, he <laughs> must have committed suicide, right? And then by the end, I'm like, no. And then I'm like, oh, his, his dad killed him, right? Like, no. <laughs> There's one hint for all of them. Uh-huh. But, yeah. Anyway, it is still very sad. And it's his, you know, reuniting with Colin Farrell again, this time mm-hmm. getting a great deal of, of screen time together. Mm-hmm. They're a lot of fun. They are, yeah, they're, they're really fun. It's so good to see them again together. It's, I mean, it's him acting with um, Brendan Gleeson again, because obviously they've done a movie before. Mm. So they get to reunite. And it's just, it's just, I'm not gonna lie, it's kind of like an Irish powerhouse of a movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, all it, it needed was Paul Meskel and Saoirse Ronan, and it would have been complete. <laughs> I mean, speaking of um, you getting excited when things are made for Barry, mm-hmm. you said that Barry was in Martin McDonough's mind when he was writing this for Dominic. He was, yeah. Martin McDonough really... To be fair, he, he mainly had in mind, this was mainly for Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson, and then Barry Keoghan was like his first like pick for Dominic. He wanted Barry Keoghan. Same with like, Kerry Condon, he wanted Kerry Condon. And then, yeah, obviously Barry signed up because it was an- another excuse to play an absolute weirdo, so Barry was like, <laughs> yeah. sign me up. It's kind of like the nice meet in the middle for your um, dichotomy of Barry performances, because yeah. he's definitely, you know, pretty creepy, mm. but he's also, uh, 
you're very, uh, I guess, cautious of him. But as the movie goes on, you do come to realize that he is just genuinely very sweet. He's just very troubled. He's just harmless, isn't he? And you learn as to why he's acting so odd all the time. And it's, you know, it was obviously because of the abuse. And you kind of learn that he's just kind of a sweet kid who's just a a victim of a really horrible childhood. Yeah, and what the island of Inishiran does to you when you're trying to grow up on it and everyone's extremely weird and losing their minds. Yeah, and the fact that, like, clearly everyone knows, but no one cares. Mm. No one does anything. Because he's a cop. His dad's a cop. Yeah. It's one of Martin McDonough's yeah. many um, <laughs> yeah. A-cab movies. <laughs> yeah. Completely. Yeah, the, the policeman in this movie truly is the worst character imaginable. Mm-hmm. Absolute prick. But... And it's interesting for Barry, who is involved in so many movies that centre around very depressing existential themes. Yeah. That kind of the whole point of Banshees is about niceness. And that Barry's character is there to uh, track Colin's descent into becoming a bit of a bitch. Yeah. And is there to contrast that by what true niceness looks like, which is a true, like, selfless, forgiving person in Barry's character. Which yeah. is quite a hopeful, interesting idea and, like, theme to revolve around Barry rather than a lot of the more um, cynical characters that he plays. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fully, like, I kind of like how I said with Dunkirk, like, Barry is very good at playing these characters who you're just meant to be so endeared to, and you're just meant to really like, and they die, and it's part of the, tra- like, the wider tragedy of the plot, mm. he's just kind of a bit of a pawn to the, the tragedy mm. of the story. And like I said, he's, you know, he's, like, he did that in Dunkirk, and he does that here as well, like, it's it's mm. truly so sad when when Dominic when they find Dominic in the um in the lake, yeah. with the same hook that yeah. he was holding in his first scene is the same hook that they used to pull him out the lake. <sighs> I think about sad. that every day. Yeah, <laughs> that fucking hook. Oh no, he's but... great. It's a good movie. He's great in period pieces. Got the face for period pieces. Yeah, yeah, because it's. Set in nineteen twenty three, we're on the we are officially where we're at now, we're in the um hundred years since this Happy day in Banshee. Since yeah. Colin decided he didn't want to be friends with Patrick anymore. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, so I think the movie should still be going on right now because I think it ends on like my birthday or the day after. Yeah, does he die on your birthday? Oh no! Dominic <laughs> die on my birthday? Rip Dominic. Oh he might do actually. Well, hey, this year is Easter, Aww. so maybe he's, you know, Jesus. Oh, can we can we resurrect Dominic Kearney, please? That would <laughs> we make can me do happy. that yeah. on Easter. Well, uh, I, if you, do you have any big points to say? Because I kind of want to do favourite and least favourite, because that could be fun. But um, do you have any big Banshees points? I mean, one thing I do want to say is, because I think I talked about this a bit with Jurg as well, I kind of want to bring it up again, but of just how... Barry is, like, really, really, like, acting his ass off when it comes to, like, his mannerisms and his, like, speech, you know? Because I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. we are kind of here to talk about his, like, performance. Every, every single thing that, like, Barry does as Dominic is just... Every single time, like, the way he moves his hands, the way he blinks, the way he stands, like, he fully, really becomes his character. And I think this is another, like, really transformative role of his... Because if you just sit and you just watch him, he's he's never not like 
acting, I guess, which is a really dumb point because obviously he's an actor. <laughs> but like, he is never. Like I said, every single thing that he does is just so meticulous into creating this character of Dominic, which, like we kind of said, makes him quite off-putting at first, and he's a lot. Because he's kind of doing... Obviously, he's got his Irish accent, but he's kind of doing a bit of a voice as well. And, like, the way he speaks is, like, very, very quick. And he's just... Yeah, I think I think it's... Like I said, I think it's one of his most transformative roles, and I think it's so fun to contrast that with, like, Eternal's Barry. I think it's such a fun, like, contrast mm. in the way that they, like, hold themselves. But, yeah, I just think Barry's absolutely incredible, absolutely monitoring every single thing about his body and his voice and his eyes, even, to become this character. I think he's absolutely incredible in it. I think it's a really, really good role for him. It's hmm, a good yeah. point. Yeah. Oh, Dominic. He's so weird. I love him. <laughs> but, He's the weird little guy. I mean, this movie also has his, his little viral clip of him saying, well, there goes that oh, dream. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> Which is very fun. Yeah. And, yeah. I'll... So that's how he's truly immortalized. <laughs> With that well, one there goes that dream. clip. Well, there goes that dream. Oh, that scene is so sad. It is. The fucking scene where he just pours his heart out to Siobhan. And they're all like, oh, you wouldn't want to take a chance on a boy like me. And the, no, I don't think I would. Not even not even when you're a bit older. You're like, the no. Oh. I don't think so, Dominic. Oh, it's just so sad. And there's like, the way he's like, okay. And he just kind of walks off. Yeah. Very oh, sweet. bless him. Oh, bless him. Yeah. I love Dominic so much. He's so sweet. I think I added him to my favourite characters. Him and Siobhan, I added Aww. them both. That's I nice. I love them both. But... Do you want to <laughs> move on to favourites and least favourites? Okay, luckily I have a I have a slide for that. Yay! I knew this was coming, so this is like a little selection. Oh, there it is. Another little collage. Yeah. Graphic design is my passion. Exactly, yeah. Do you choose the easiest Joker picture to look at? Yeah. <laughs> Even then, it's, it's the not back easy. Of his head. Even then, the back no. of his head is so. Oh my god! It's fucking gross. He looks like moldy cheese. It looks awful. <laughs> but yeah, go on then. Favorite and least favorite. In what way favorite? Like the guy I like the most, or the guy I think is the most fun to watch? What's favorite? Let's okay. Let's all right. Different question. Um, which all right? Which one of these blokes would you want to hang out with? Uh, none of them. You, you've got to hang out. None of them. You've got to hang Fucking out with hell. one. Um. Oh god. They all either seem like creepy or like an asshole. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh. What's what's top left? No, top right. Top right. Um. That's Spencer. Yeah, I'll hang with Spencer. In in prison, you're gonna visit him in prison. Well, yeah, not in prison. <laughs> uh, post prison. I don't know. He's an artist. I, I I could fuck with that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll chill with Spencer. He seems mildly depressed. But, you know, yeah. checks out. Yeah, I'll hang okay. with Spencer. What about you? Um, I'm hanging out with Truick. I'm yeah. joining the cult. <laughs> I'm oh. gonna join this cult. <laughs> Fucking hell. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> At a certain point, you've got to let them go. If you love them, let them go. 
I mean that with you. What? Well, you won't stop talking about cults at a certain point. I can't hold you back any longer. If you really need to join a cult, I've got to let you do it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. 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 Hang- I think my answer for all of this will be Drake, by the way. But um, probably. I did consider it. He just seems like he'd be such a like pedantic dickhead. Maybe we get I along know. really well. <laughs> I know it's all part of the charm. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <gasps> Okay. Um, Least favorite, right? Oh, is it a different question? Well, okay. What's what? What do you think is the best berry? Uh, you know. Uh, what, what do you mean? Best, <laughs> best berry performance. Best performance. Oh, I think it's banshees. Yeah. 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 That's that's completely fair. I'd say so. I think it has the most nuance. Yeah. To, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Anything from those those last four, you Very could good. say is an answer, and that would make complete sense to me. That's very good. You know? Okay, what about least favourite? You just want to say traders, don't you? Yeah, fuck that movie! (laughs) Fuck! And uh, fuck that Barry! He's so creepy! Ah, yeah, no, fuck that guy. (laughs) Fuck Ken. I'd rather hang out with the Joker. Than than Ken? Yes. Damn. Fuck fuck them kids. Fuck them kids, okay. Killian Scott was right to slit his throat. (laughs) Fuck them kids. <sighs> I'll trade us. I'll trade us. Who's your well, least favorite? Like movie or performance? Oh, performance. Or just you know, um, least favorite Barry. It's pretty. It doesn't stay. I don't think that's a very. It's fine. No. Yeah. There's nothing. Nothing to write home about. You know. Okay. He's there. He does his job. It's fair. I trust mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Any more mainstream berry? What about a berry that I've seen? That what my my least favorite berry that I that you've seen? Yes, that's a, such a specific category. Okay. Yes. Well, just so I can you know have some idea of what you're picking, just for me. Maybe Spencer. Yeah. Yeah. He's boring. And that, you're and that... all fucking boring. Oh, fucking boring. <laughs> Yeah, maybe Spencer. Even like okay. Barry does a good job, but it's like I said, it's it's he's playing a very normal dude. Yeah, and I I want him to be weird or sad, you know. And if he's so not weird or sad, like I'm literally I'm not even going to talk about American Animals Barry in my dissertation because it's just nothing. No. There's not anything to. That's it doesn't true. add to my point in any way. It doesn't. <laughs> That's true. But yeah. Cool. But even, yeah. What's even? next? Um, nothing exactly. We were going to have a game, but Margaret didn't find a game. I'm sorry, I'm busy. (laughs) If it helps, I'm making Rhiannon's birthday presents right now. So I am, you know, being productive. Yeah, you are, you are. The calendar's Um, looking sick, by the way. Is it? It is. I can't, I can't. I'm very proud of it. I'm I'm very excited. excited. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I I, I think, are, are we good? I mean, the main question is, do you feel content? You know, this is for you. I mean, Do you feel content. I I could have I could sit here for another three hours if we wanted. I've got a lot to say, <laughs> but um, for now I feel content. I feel like this is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Thank you for preparing all this. Thank you. I did a little. Oh, little, little thanks for watching slide. But yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening. 
Okay. Um, if you, you know, if you don't really know anything about Barry Keegan, go watch some Barry movies. I'd recommend any of the last, like, eight that we talked about. Like, they're all great. <laughs> What's um, your top three? If you had to recommend three to people. Eternals, Banshees, um, Killing of Sacred Deer. Okay. Yeah, those are the ones I recommend. Um, Get on that, people. Oh, stay, stay tuned for all the Barry projects that are coming out in the next couple yeah. of years. Because he is booked and busy when so I tell you. So we have Saltburn. Okay. Yeah, so this year we have Masters of Air, which was meant to be like spring, but apparently there's rumours that it's not coming out until after May, which is very annoying. But yeah, Masters of Air is coming out first of Austin Butler. Then there is um, Saltburn. Still no fucking news about Saltburn. Give them um, a minute. No, I'm I'm impatient. I'm impatient. Me and, <laughs> me and you and your one mutual are very impatient. Yeah, the, my um my um Saltburn stan friend. Every I saw that day. We have matching bios. We do have matching bios now. <laughs> yeah. Adorable. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Whenever Saltburn comes out, that looks. I'm really excited for Saltburn. What's next? What's after that? Then oh, there's Top Boy coming out sometime soon. Isn't that the final season of Top Boy? Okay. Um, is that and then everything else is like in the next like year afterwards. Uh huh. Um. Oh, Gladiator. About. Oh, Gladiator Two. <gasps> Gladiator Two. <laughs> Movie of 2024. I'm so excited. What else is that year? Um. What in general or Barry? Barry. <laughs> He's got a movie with like the weekend coming. Okay. He's got. I don't think that has a title yet. He has a. Is it Billy the Kid? That that my that's the right. Oh. Yeah, it's Billy the Kid movie coming out. I think okay. he's like leading that. I'm fairly sure there's one more coming out. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, those are the main ones. Cool. Very exciting. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I can't. I can't wait. This is such a good time to be alive you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah yeah um awesome so, yeah go and check them out i will be there opening day for all of these projects i will see and I you will all be there. there as well because rihanna needs a buddy <laughs> <laughs> yeah um other than that I, I i think i think i've um said all i all i can say for now Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Barry talk for two hours. It's fine. It's every day of my life. <laughs> this is just with a microphone in it for once. Yeah. It? Honestly, no, everything you said I've heard before. <laughs> just, you know, just in regular conversation. <laughs> so it it's is... good that you get to share it with the world. Exactly. Because honestly, it's an underrated talent of mine just how much I can bring up Barry Keoghan in any conversation. It's quite impressive. Yeah. Frankly. I think we should get a little... We should ask your uni friends and get a little compilation of their reactions to how often you bring up Barry. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've started to realise that people who don't really know me very well know me as the person who stands Barry. Like, it's... My mum knows I know who, you. Yeah. And I know you extremely well. Literally. Literally. <laughs> My mum knows who Barry is. My dad you're knows like who a, Barry is. Like a Jehovah's Witness. You're, you're spreading yeah. the good news of Barry Kugan. 
I, I like to see myself as a various publicist, you know? Yeah. I, I spirit. Honestly, I promote him better than, than you anyone. <laughs> you do. I'm very proud of you. Okay. Here's okay. to more Barry projects and more continued support from you, supporting his career. Always, yeah. Um, see, you for ne- see you next year for um, the Barry Keegan Cinematic Universe Part 2. Yeah, the update. Yeah. Can't In wait. April 2024. Ooh. Oh, I should do that. You should. Oh, I'm Although doing it that. does okay. mean that you'll be turning 24. Mm, don't like that. Mm. Mm, hate that. Hate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It, it won't feel quite as bad if you're doing a Barry episode. Maybe that'll become your coping mechanism. <gasps> or <gasps> what if the hyperfixation runs out? Do you what know if you what? you don't care about Barry in a year? Do you know what? I think if it was going to run out, it would have already. Do you think? I've never had late. I've never had a hyperfixation last this long before. Oh, on a like particular person. Mm-hmm. I, I really think. To be fair, I dwindled slightly in like February 2022, and then um, I got like super hyperfixated on the Eternals again in March, and then I've just yeah. been on an uphill battle since then. To be honest it's with true. you. So it dwindled for like one month once. For one month once in what, <laughs> nearly two years. Yeah. But yeah. I'm very proud of you. Very happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm sure everyone else is very happy for you too. Thank you. Um, Do you want to I, I had a great tell time. every... <laughs> great, I did too. Do you want to tell everybody where they can find us? Yeah, okay. So we are... Character.chaos on Instagram, Character Chaos on TikTok, and Character Chaos underscore on Twitter. We are also on YouTube. I don't know if you're watching us on YouTube right now, but we Woo-woo. are also on YouTube and basically anywhere that you get your podcasts. So go check us out. Um, say hi. Um, get in touch. We all like hearing from people. And yeah. send us weird texts. Who's your favorite Barry? Oh, Do you should... also hate traitors? I hope so. <laughs> we're going to be best friends. I think we're the only two people who have watched traitors. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to inflict this on other people. <laughs> I need vindication that this movie sucks. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Thank you yeah. very much for listening. We love you so much. Yes, we do. Um, and we will see you for... Bum! Bum, 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 bum. What are you making that face for? It's clearly the Succession theme song. I thought Paddington was our next episode, and I was like, is that a song? Is Paddington a song? It is so clearly the Succession theme song. No, my brain was like, oh, she's clearly going to hint at Paddington, because that's the next episode. Well, yes, technically Paddington's the next episode, but the next era is, is Succession. Bum, yes, bum, bum, I am bum, very excited. I'm starting to think it's you, to be honest. I don't. <laughs> Wait, really? Is it not the Succession theme song? It is, but I don't think you're doing a job. <laughs> Thanks. Wow. Wow. Fantastic. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>